Hi guys, you are listening to Delicious, Delicious Tea, Tea by Megan and Rena. Each week we have different topics from genuine conversations to spilling the tea. This month of December, we're going to be celebrating the holiday season with some Christmas episodes. We're going to be diving in on all types of topics like traditions, funny stories, and how Christmas came to be. You're not going to want to miss out, so make sure to come back every Sunday to come and celebrate us for our episodes. This week on Delicious Tea, we're going to be talking about the story on A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Um, personally, this is like one of my favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite, but I have a lot of favorites. <laughs> so this book uh, came out in December 19th of 1843, Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol. Um, so a little backstory on Charles Dickens before we like get more into like the actual story itself, because I think this is pretty important. So he was born in 1812 in Portsmouth, uh, the UK. His father was a clerk on the Navy pay office, and all of a sudden he was thrown into a debater's prison in 1824. Whoa, 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 pause. What? What kind of prison? Uh, a debater's, debater's prison, prison, which I don't know what that is. Okay, I was like, you it's debate, a, I know it's and a then bad you lose, and then you go to It's like deb, debitor, or D-E-B-T-O-R-S. Debators. Oh, debtor. Debtors. So he has debt. So that's oh. why he went to prison. Oh, debtors. That, that makes a lot more sense. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I was like, sense. debate? <laughs> he was only 12 years old during this time. What? And so he was sent to a factory to work. So first of all, I don't know if you guys know this, but in especially England, London area. Oh, yeah. Um, It was known for kids. Child really labor. of all Yeah, child labor. Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't, at the time, this was like early. It wasn't regulated. Yeah. They know. didn't have... um. Yeah, it just, it wasn't regular. So, him being that young, and they're, all the kids are just being mistreated. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was awful. And, you know, he grew up, around the age 21, he actually became a reporter and started publishing more short, um, humorous stories. And then he actually became, later on, to be selling so many bestseller books during mm. the time. Well, still, probably. So, he was a good writer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... And so that's when he came up with the Christmas Carol was one of them. And um, anyway, so followed by countless printing, stage, and screen productions, um, Victorians called it a new gospel. Reading it or watching it became sacred ritual for many during the time, during the Christmas season. Was he, did he have a family when he was growing up? Or were they? Honestly, I don't know. That's why I'm like, I don't know about his mom. They They didn't talk about... What happened to his mom or, like, how exactly mm. he grew up Because I think back then, like, if you did child labor, that meant that, like, the whole family was poor. So, like, yeah. every single person needed to contribute. No, that's the thing. I think these families, that's also why the kids are going, like, that's why they forced him to go, I think. They had no money. Like, yeah. I think the mom or whoever was raising also yeah. did not have money. And what's awful about this is even though these children and, you know, whoever... Um, they would get paid so little and to the point where, like, they were honestly starving. Like, they yeah. were, they called the 1840s, they called it the Hungry 40s. Oh, my. The Hungry 40s. And they known for labor and what was going on and the wages were so low. So, yeah, they just weren't able to afford to even, like, feed themselves every day, which is <laughs> really sad to think about. And 
later on in life, um, so in 1843, um, for the book, uh, Christmas Carol, he wrote this book within six weeks. What? Yeah. Six weeks. Six weeks. Wow. Um, he got the idea he in the spring. He became a legend in six yeah. weeks. <laughs> he got the idea in the spring of that same year and then wrote it within weeks and then literally, like, two weeks what was it like two weeks later he published it in december of that year wait so he published it in december yeah it was early december is when they started putting the books like together like you know like making them and right he wanted like thousands of copies ready because he just knew like this was gonna get sold out i mean i can't help worldwide too i forgot to mention that this was also like going on in america like he was oh i'm sorry so he actually wrote this while he was in america so what happened was he was in America during the time and when he was writing this and he was reading reports and um, news articles on um, child labor going on still in the UK and he was reading um, interviews with children and their crazy conditions and all of that and I think that's really just what you know sparked his idea again to be like okay I think I need to like write this I need to write something yeah Mm -hmm. so well the Scrooge like does the movie talk about child labor? So that's like, that's just kind of the weird thing about the whole story is that it's very hinted at it to the point where like, it's not the main problem of the movie. Like it, it kind of is, but it really isn't. And if you don't really pay attention to the movie, you're not going to be you like... You don't notice it? Yeah. Well, what I thought was that like, he probably just didn't have a good Christmas time mm-hmm. um, when he was young and... Because the movie kind of, like, seems like, you know, only the kids who, like, actually, only the families that have enough money to spoil their kids on Christmas Mm -hmm. are the only kids that have a good time during Christmas. The other half, the other half poor kids spend their Christmas jealous of other families, of other families' feasts, of other, like, everything is just... Well, this is just where it gets really weird. I mean, we're going to talk about parts of the movie, but, um... One of the parts of the movie, it's just really weird because, you know, spoiler alert, please don't (laughs) listen to the rest of this because please, 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 please do not listen to this if you have not. If you want to watch the movie or read the book, please go do that before you listen to the rest of this because we are going to spoil a lot of stuff. But one part in the movie, one part in the Disney movie, um, they actually show his Christmas past, which was like the best part. For him when he they were ghosts were showing him they were literally showing him in a not a not a ball gown but it was like a really nice party and you could tell they had money Uh so i think he didn't like this character did not grow up uh, scrooge did not grow up poor but wasn't his dad really mean though like the dad didn't have i actually didn't read the book though oh i just because it says that here i will is it not out in the movie like they don't make it obvious. and the disney one no okay um because i just like read a few stuff about scrooge Mm -hmm. and it just says that like when he went to the past Mm -hmm. um like the father was worse than him with the christmas yeah so what happened was um i think it was like scrooge's mom and dad um, I think on the divorce, wasn't it, or something? Oh. And what happened was he was doing pretty okay because they showed him, they showed a past, you know, of him at a party and he met a girl and he was dancing. You could tell they were falling in love. And then later on, um, they were showing in the movie the girl 
like left him um and i feel like that's really when it um he got even more miserable like that's when he mm. really got miserable and when he kind of became his dad mm. in a way um it kind of like rejogged his memory back to like when his mom left kind of oh, thing oh no ptsd yeah, <laughs> yes <laughs> um so i guess yeah we could uh another thing i want to quickly mention so um, before we start talking about more of, like, the movie part, um, back, you know, in the day, you know, even in New York and other cities, you know, where it's poor, there's plenty of kids, you know, on the streets that are begging for food from chefs, from, you know, restaurants, all that kind of stuff. And if you flash forward to the movie, actually in the beginning of the movie, they literally show kids having, like, such a fun time and, um, right around the streets, but then they also show, um, like... I don't know how to explain it, but basically there's like these buildings and on the sidewalk, there's these, um, windows right next to the sidewalk and they're like, I don't know, it's not, not see, I don't know how to explain it see-through, like there's no glass, like you can just, like there's bars, but you can like throw things through. And so they were looking down below on the chef, just making all this bomb food and they're like, please, like, can you, and they throw this like, um, meat. And the dog, this random dog actually catches it. And so the kids start chasing the dog down the street. Oh my God. So that part in the movie, he's relating that into real life of what was happening in the UK. Mm, I Mm -hmm. see. And probably even what happened to him maybe, but we really don't know. Yeah. I mean, I bet. Because we don't really, you know, I'm not really going to like be like, oh, the guys and the people in this movie were Charles Dickens, but that's. You know, he's telling a story, but yeah. Um, I think it's more of, I think the story revolves, you know, the stuff in the story that's more real, I think, revolves the stuff that's happening in, like, the UK and stuff. Yeah. Not definitely. so much the main character, but... Yeah. Um, he he does hint at it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you pay attention, you can tell Oh that, yeah, like, it's a very yeah. bad situation. <laughs> yeah. Like, poverty is at its real, at its yes. max. Yeah. So... He, when did he publish the book? How old was he? Was he still 21? I actually don't. Well, so if the book, if he was born in 1812 and it was published in 1843, how old would that be? Oh, he's like 30 something years old. Then. Okay. So he was in his 30s. Yeah. And he wrote that book. And did yeah. it like sell out right away? Yeah. So they actually needed to make like a shit ton more copies Copies, yeah Yeah, this was sold around the world so it wasn't just like a single country you know popping off bestseller yeah when was the first film made out of it um the first film i think was like a live action version wasn't it but i actually haven't seen it myself yeah yeah i've only seen cartoon versions of it oh gotcha and i like just remember specifically he like went to sleep and then the window opened and then like his ghost oh like, from the gotcha past came and then like i think the future when he was traveling to the future there was a lot of like different holes that he could leave out of mm-hmm. because it oh, was yeah. like the future you know like there were so many possibilities and then he showed him like what right now like his future yes. looked like so wait, sorry. Uh, Christmas Carol, the first movie came out in eight, uh, nineteen eighty four. Mm. I actually have not seen that version. I know there's the Disney version, which is my favorite, and then there's also like 
um, The Muppets Christmas Carol, and I think there's also, like, a show they did recently on Hulu, actually, um, of Scrooge, yeah. So I gotta look into that, too. But, um, yeah, so I guess to really start off in the beginning of the movie, to talk about the beginning, so, um, Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge, um, is super mean and spirit, uh, unspirited, um, miserable old man. Yeah, he's and, an old man, right? Yeah, so which I didn't really get from the movie, because again, I didn't read the book, but I didn't really understand his job. So his job, um, it's like a retail, like, um, yeah. kind of thing. So they call it a counting house, and yeah. which is a building for office. That's where and it, he's at. Isn't he really mean to his coworkers? Yeah, so he has Doesn't a coworker cleat. Um, no. So, oh, okay. he has a co-worker clerk named Bob, uh, Crotchkit. Crotchkit. <laughs> and, um, anyway, he's his new co-worker, but before him, it was... So, his other co-worker actually died, um, before Bob. His <gasps> name was Marley. Oh. And, basically, to sum it up, because they don't really explain it too much in the movie, his old co-worker that did die on Christmas Day... Um, he was just like Scrooge, very miserable guy. They were just alike, you know, twins, basically. Um, and anyway, he just overall, they didn't explain how he died, but this kind of ties in to Scrooge in a way. So basically what happens is on his way home, um, from work Christmas day after, you know, his coworker also died like the day before or something. Yeah. He, on his way home, he encounters uh, Marley's ghost, his old coworker, and he's chained up. Uh, there's these big boxes, and the ghost is, like, his ghost is, like, chained up to these boxes and just, like, chained to the ground, basically. So, everywhere he walks, basically, he would explain it as being hell. So, he's being chained, weighing him down for punishment for his greedy life, something that would basically happen to Scrooge if none of this would have not, you know. Mm. So he was like, you know, you're going to get go Christmas um Marley said you're going to get Christmas past present and soon to be and you got to make the right decisions basically and all this stuff. Um and then he took it as, whoa, like if I don't, you know, take this seriously, like my life maybe like I'm going to end up just like Marley, like I'm going to be in hell basically. Like if I don't like change my personality, if I don't get a to be a better person like ASAP um <laughs> so basically he um that same night he enco- encounters go- uh, pre- Christmas past and you know they teach and show what happened and then Christmas present I'm not going to go in detail but you can watch the movie and then Christmas yet to come which really screwed him over like his mindset like and soon I don't again you should watch the movie because it really like like goes into detail but basically when he wakes up, he's just like, I need to just change my life. Like, yeah. I just need to become a better person. Like, I don't want to die because um, Christmas yet to be showed a, his name on a gravestone. is like, this is going to be you tomorrow. This is Christmas Eve, by the way. So he's like, this is years ago. Like, so his, his coworker died. Seven years later is when he encounters on Christmas Eve these ghosts. And so... Christmas Eve, like, when he's sleeping, they're like, tomorrow you're gonna die if you don't, you know. So he, like, took it seriously and was like, oh my god, I am gonna die. So he woke up and he's just dancing and, like, singing. And he looks out the window and he sees his, um, 
coworker, his coworker's son, and um, he sees him. He's like remembering how his coworker was telling him how you know he doesn't. He've always wanted a turkey, and they couldn't afford a turkey because their uh, family's very poor. Like of a lot of uh, a lot of families during this time. Yeah, and so basically, he's all jolly. He's like. I'll give you money, like, go get the biggest turkey you can find. So he comes back, and then he throws him in a cab with his turkey to go send him off to his family for um, uh, Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Not Thanksgiving Day, sorry, Christmas Day. Day. And anyways, it was so nice. And then he goes down, and he's just, like, all jolly, and then he heads to to work. And um, anyway, and then his, or this was the next day after Christmas, I believe, sorry. They head into work and his coworker's just like, you're so happy and jolly. Like, what's going on? And um, I'm going to give you a raise and just like all this um, stuff. And he didn't die. He never yeah. died. So he saved his life. And it's just, <laughs> it's just so heartwarming how like the movie is just so depressive in the beginning. And then it right. just kind of progresses into like. A realization. Yeah. Like a realization of Yeah. Almost. Exactly. Yeah. Awakening of realizing like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I personally think um, what Charles Dickens was trying to portray is that um, it's easy to be the Grinch. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's easy to hate Christmas just because you feel left out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you don't have a family to celebrate, it just kind of like very calls you out for being lonely or almost. trauma from your past exactly, childhood growing you know? up yeah so it's like if you don't have a happy family that you're happy with and it's almost like calling you out of that like yeah your life sucks you know like no you're almost... so right on that because in the movie he, uh, scrooge kept saying like how he's uh, uh surrounded by like um awful people you know and just like 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 it's just easy yeah. to be the victim, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, be feel sorry for yourself and go, like, like I hate Christmas. Yeah. Like, it's easy to be Because he sees all those people, like, you know, having such a great time. Yeah. Even though they're like, poor and, and they're just, still... he's jealous. Yeah. He's like, how? Like, I want that happiness and I can't get it. So oh, I forgot to mention Scrooge throughout his whole life, no matter how much, you know, he works, he just feels like he's just never making enough money, if that makes mm. sense. So he's very stingy with money. Stingy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then he changes by, like, buying them things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah. But I do remember in the book, he wasn't really poor. Like, he had a home. No, yeah, he wasn't in. poor. It's just, I feel like he would, because in the beginning of the movie, I forgot to mention this small detail, um, he, at, where they work, like, he doesn't heat up for warmth like i don't know if you know but like you can see there's like plenty of snow like it's below freezing obviously yeah he doesn't heat up like for him and his co-worker like in the office or whatever so back then they you know they don't have what we have like electricity and stuff quite yet um but they had coal and they would burn coal and that would what they would use for warmth and he was so you know greedy with money that he wouldn't um, go have his co-worker like go buy coal for them to be warm at the end of the movie he's like go buy as much coal as you can for them to be warm yeah so it's just like yeah um i think you know dickens really wanted his you know readers to realize um if they continue to you know deny poor children of necessities of life like such as food shelter clothing health care that they would (laughs) yeah 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 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, I think what's also really important um, about this is that it shows lessons throughout the movie and it really, I think it, like, whether you read it or watch, you know, it makes you think after about your own life and other people around you in their life and, like, it makes you realize the importance of love and nurture of, like, the people that you have around you whether you don't have much family or whether it's like your coworkers or whatever it is mm-hmm. because we really we need more people in the world like Scrooge but like people to realize you know the good in the end to be like yeah. hopefully not be like depressed their whole life yeah. you know and they die and go to hell <laughs> but yeah. um and that's why it's a great story yeah I mean as a kid I couldn't like I was like why is he so grumpy he was but also the... I forgot to mention another thing that he was greedy about is when his coworker died he went to go visit his casket and they had two shillings that's what they called it for coins or money mm-hmm, during mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. they had he had two shillings on his dead eyes and he took them oh my god and the guys at the funeral just like looked at a blank wow huh yeah jeez so it's just it's such a captivating story though i love it i do it does mention here that um claire it's like a woman that works at his secretary Mm -hmm. or she's the secretary um like he told her an advice to like never help other people Mm -hmm. you know that like needs help and she like saw he saw her in the future how she turns out and she is like miserable and Mm. super mean to everybody and that kind of like also awakened him i think yeah like not only is he unhappy in the future he also sees like how he's affecting other people Mm -hmm. in the future yeah that's gonna wrap up this week's podcast don't forget to listen to next week's episode it'll be the last episode on how christmas came to be and we're gonna be posting that on christmas day so you won't want to miss out make sure to follow us on delicious tea podcast on instagram for all the updates and the link for our spotify to listen every sunday um i hope you guys are having a good holiday season bye Bye.